Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is to take our listeners' leadership to another level, but finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. It is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world. Listeners, hey, thanks for joining me today on Ask Dennis. It's an episode that I do once a week to actually just share with you and answer any questions, but also share other items that I you know, maybe going wanting to share and teachings and insights. So I have a question this week, and it comes from Sally. And Sally's asked that, you know, with all your travels over the years and all the people that you've met, Dennis, what is the one area leaders typically need to change or focus on? Well, Sally, that's a great question, and thanks for sending it through. And I'm also going to encourage listeners that if you've got a question that you want me to answer, feel free to email it through to me. And then my email will be in the show notes. But also, if you wanted to send me a message through prior social media or even through my website, just send me on my contacts form. So Sally's question is, what is one area leaders typically need to change or focus on? Well, I think there's many areas, uh, Sally. But the one thing that I would think about that comes to mind right now is networking. I think a lot of leaders around the world don't network very well. They have the opportunities to do it, but they just don't get into it because they are busy and they've got lots of things happening. So I think networking is really important because you see, one thing is, as I said, it's not been done very well, but a lot of leaders are in their own bubble. In other words, they are working for the organization they're working for or in the business they're in. And that bubble is their network, but they tend to not network outside of that bubble. What they also don't do is network within the industry. And for a lot of them, they leave the networking until it's too late. And what I mean by too late, so either they're wanting to go to for another role within the organization, or there's been a restructure and they're having to leave their current role and organization, or they're starting to think about their next career steps. But into doing that and going into the next career step or finding a role after leaving an organization, a lot of them leave it to the last minute. In other words, they leave it to when they actually need it and it's too late. Well, when I say it's too late, it means they have to start from ground zero again to start building those relationships. 
So what I encourage a lot of leaders to do is to go out and actually build that network before they need it. I remember a leader that I worked with who was in Europe, and, and this guy had a very strong network within the organization. So here he was. He had uh, he was at the director level. He had his VP, his vice president, his senior vice president, and executive vice president. And he had very strong relationships with those three people. He didn't network with his peers very well. His boss's colleagues or his boss's peers, he didn't network with them either. And so what he also didn't do was across business units, he didn't go and build a network or build relationships with people. And as a result of two business units merging, there was only one need for or a need for one executive vice president and then it had a downflow effect. So overnight, his VP, in other words, his boss, senior VP and executive vice president all left the organization overnight due to a merge of two organizations in the company. For him, overnight, his power base, his influence, disappeared. And for him, he found that he was quite vulnerable. And so he didn't know what to do. So he and I worked together and we thought about things and I got him to start thinking about where he was going and what he needed to do and what networks he needed to be part of. And so one thing that we did talk about was the way that he was going to approach people going forward and getting them to join his network. Now, for a lot of people, they go out there and they will actually be like a little dog with the tongue hanging out, looking for the bone and being really, really quite, you know, quite strong and trying to get that bone. And what I was trying to get across to him was the fact that, yes, he needs to get out and network and let's do it now when he can rather than when he's really needing to do it. And so even though he had his power base removed, he was able to quickly work with other leaders within the organization because they had some idea about who he was. So that was a good thing. But then I also got him to start thinking about where was he going in his role, what he was doing going forward, and what kind of networks he needed around him and that he needed to build to enable him to move forward. Now, for a lot of leaders, what happens is that they don't actually understand where they're going. Whether it's a new role, with starting a business, whether it's something that they're having to go to a brand new company, they, they just haven't thought about where they want to go and what they want to do. But for those that do do that, that's a great thing. So they get very clear on where they're going is one thing. But then they have to understand what is the network of people they need around them to help them, A, do the shift, and B, help them succeed in that new role, business, or whatever it is. And so for this gentleman that I was talking about in particular, I got him to start thinking about that a lot and brainstorming. But then I also got him to start thinking about the networks and so forth. And so there's a few things that I suggest that people start looking at when they are thinking about brainstorming and putting things into action around the network. And it's these following things. There's both online and offline networks. So what is the difference between the two? 
Well, nowadays with the virtual world, and in particular where we've gone with the pandemic and so forth and people working from home more, we are needing to build networks virtually. And it can happen a couple of ways or several ways. One is around social media or social platforms, things like LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a great platform to use from a professional networking sense of thing, sense of things that you want to do. So one is to build networks. Once again, don't be like that little dog looking for the bone and you're going in there for a sale or you want to go in there and ask for a job because that, that ain't going to work. I don't know about you, but every time I get uh, a contact and person gets to me and they want to try and sell something to me or they are looking for a job and so forth, they don't even even ask me how I am or I don't even have a relationship with them. And so they're in the Australian way trying to sell. That just turns me off. And I don't know whether that turns you off as well. So what I recommend is you start building a relationship with people. Get to know them. Get them to get to know you. That's a really important thing. So online is one thing. But your main goal in trying to build a relationship with people online is to bring them offline. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, offline could be face-to-face meetings. So if I meet with people online and connect with them and build a little bit of a relationship, what I'm wanting to try and do is get a cup of coffee with, with that person, a cup of coffee, cup of tea, whatever you can, to meet with that person face-to-face. Now, for a lot of us, we're not able to meet people face-to-face, so what we'll end up doing is that we'll try and get a Zoom call or a FaceTime call or a Skype call or a Microsoft Teams call, whatever, that kind of call, to have a one-on-one face-to-face on-video session. Now, I know that's still virtual, but I'm still going to count that as a little bit of being offline, so I'm taking them away from that social platform and bringing them to a real live, tangible over the camera or face-to-face meeting with that person so I can further that relationship with them. So that'll be one thing is look at online versus online, what is going to be your approach and who you're going to actually start contacting. The other thing I would do is start thinking about the networks. So if you have thought about where you're going and or you know whether it's another role within the organization, or whether it's a role outside of the organization, or it's something that you're wanting to do around business and that, then start thinking about what is the network, or what are the networks that I need to identify that's actually going to help me. Now, these networks actually do run certain events, possibly. So what are those events coming up? Start identifying the right networking events for you, the right networks that you want to belong to, Now, whether they do face-to-face meetings or they do a virtual meeting or it's a group that's in LinkedIn that you might want to join, start thinking about those and start getting a little bit more targeted. The other thing I would say is make contact with the admin person if it's an online group. Try and get hold of that person, make a build relationship with that person. But whatever the group is, whether it's online, whether it's face-to-face or network, you want to go in there and you want to add value to the people. The other thing I would say is sit back and think about what is your actual intent for going to these networking events, whether it be one-on-one with somebody or what is, uh, or it's a group session like an event that, or a conference has been held or a guest speaker that night. Whatever it is, what is your intent? So you want to go to these events, that's great, but what do you want to get out of it? So what is your intent? The next thing I would say to you is 
make contact with people who are going to the event. Sometimes you can find out, like on social media and that, they'll let you know there's an event coming up, but it will also show you who's attending and so forth. Try and look at look for two or three people who are key for you because you don't want to go and try and contact all of them, but is there two or three people that you want to try and target, meet, and so forth. You may even want to reach out to them beforehand. The other thing, of course, is put things into your calendar, book the sessions, make sure you've got those in, in your calendar and you're underway with people, and then you can actually uh, turn around and um, make sure that's that's planned very well ahead of time. So online versus offline, identify the networks you want to go to. What is your intent when you attend those sessions and what do you want to get out of them? You know, are you going along for the sausage roll or, or a glass of wine or a beer or, you know, whatever? Or are you actually going along to get something out of that kind of event? But also give to that event too. Who are the contacts? Who are the people you, who are attending it? Who do you actually want to target? Who do you want to see? And maybe even reach out to them beforehand. And then also make sure it's in your calendar. Plan the sessions. Plan what you when you're going to go and make sure you've got them in there for the next six months. 12 months because some of them are actually planning ahead further on out in the year so then you can actually plan that. Networking is really, really key. And for those leaders that you look around the world, for those leaders either in business or in the corporate world, whatever, who have done very well, they are the people who are constantly growing their network. They are the people who are out there who are reaching out to people all the time building relationships, looking for new contacts, giving to contacts they already have. If they're in a group within LinkedIn, they're adding value. They might write articles. They might put a whole lot of things in place to add value. Why? Because you want your brand to grow. You want the awareness of your brand. You want people to understand who you are and what you can do and what you have to offer. And if you can do that, that's fantastic because it's really going to help your online presence grow. So team, I think networking is a really strong area to look at, something that needs to be done well, but needs to be done consistently. And so I would say to you, Sally, in answering your question, networking is one of those powerful things. In summary, consistently build your network and build it with quality people. Add value to the relationship with that person or group or whoever it is, and be smart about it. In other words, be targeted, plan, think through, but strategize and put it in place. It's something that takes work and needs to be worked at for sure. And if you can do that and you can put that in place, then you can see people that you can reach out to, people you can bounce ideas off, people who you know are going to have your back, people who are going to actually help you move forward in the industry and your goals and whatever they are going forward. So networking is a massive thing. And I think get good at it and do it really well, so well that people want to be part of your network and want to be around you. Thank you for joining me on the Ask Dennis episode today. Because what we know as leaders and we know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're published. Download them. Subscribe to them. Have a listen, write a review, and give us a rating. If there's any feedback that you'd like to give me, or if there's a question you want me to ask my guests, or if there's a question you want to ask me on Ask Dennis episode, feel free to send me an email. Dennis at leadingchangepartners.com Hey listeners, 
Great to have you with me on the call today. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.